This podcast is a member of the WrestleJoy Podcasting Network. Visit WrestleJoy.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as interviews, show reviews, articles, and more, as we bring out the joy in the wrestling world today. Whenever you're listening to this, welcome to the internet's most sophisticated wrestling podcast, discussing the weekly aspects of it all, right here on the Bald Monkeys Wrestling Welcome back to the Bald Monkeys Podcast. Christopher's here with you. I got the Captain, Captain Chuckles. And welcome to our very special series where we kick things off with the very great Promise Braxton. Promise, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank so you for very coming excited, on. Yeah. Very this, excited. Very excited. This, this is the first one in the series uh, to kick off the Hell Hath No Fury show that Mission <laughs> Pro is doing in September. So... Uh, we are really excited to talk to uh, all the ladies, but tonight we are really, really excited to talk to you uh, and to find out a little bit more about you and, of course, to talk about the show. Of course, let's do it. So we start everything from the beginning, just like every, you know, everyone start, starts in the beginning. What was young Promise Braxton like? Uh, I wasn't a bad kid, but I was very mischievous, I guess you could say. <laughs> That's another um, word for bad. I don't know. That, 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 that. <laughs> I wasn't bad. It was just like I found ways to do things that were logical. Like uh, if I wasn't allowed to touch something, I would kind of put something on my hand and touch it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so technically I'm not touching it. But I wouldn't say I was a bad kid, though. <laughs> always always riding that, that fine line. I hear yes, you. I did the, exactly. I did the same exactly. thing as a kid. See, see, it's mischievous. It's not being bad. I definitely delved a little bit. It's, I mean, we're not, I'm not bad, bad, but I, I definitely got in trouble for, for my I fair share of things. <laughs> definitely got in trouble. <laughs> definitely got in trouble. But uh, I was a very uh, creative kid. Uh, I like to draw. I, liked to, I was like basically one of those kids that grew up in the early 2000s. You know, we didn't really have cell phones back in the day. I used to just, you know, go to the coffee shop, ride bikes, you know, I, I play outside a lot, you know, I feel like that's where I had the most fun. And that's where I think my love of balance came in. And that's why I think wrestling was like a good choice for me. Nice. So wrestling in those early years of inspiration, <laughs> when, when does wrestling first catch your eye? Uh, I actually bought a pay-per-view on accident. <laughs> By accident? Like you hit yes. the button. <laughs> so that's that button thing again, right? You hit the button. <laughs> See? Um, I knew what wrestling was from my dad. We used to watch it together. And um, like in the early 2000s, I was the youngest grandchild at the time. And um, so, you know, back in the day, people had the Nintendo 64. And me being the youngest, 
See, I still have mine too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm mad I got and, uh, uh, Being the youngest, there was five grandchildren. I was number five. There's only four controllers. So, you know, I never got a chance to play. So they said, go downstairs and watch TV. And I'm like, fine. And I'm scrolling through the channel. I say, oh, WWE. It said press B on the, uh, <laughs> on the remote. So I press B. And it was, uh, I think it's Survivor Series 2002. And it oh, was wow. uh, like Trish Stratus versus Victoria. And I'm literally glued to the TV like this close. And like, I was quiet. So nobody cared until the, the cable bill came back. It's like, oh, you <laughs> bought the pay-per-view. <laughs> it was a button. You pushed it. <laughs> they should know by now. Seriously. So, but that's the first memory I have about wrestling. Very cool. That's a that's a fun one because that I think you, you kind of stumbled upon it. Like yeah. it wasn't something that was pushed on you. It wasn't something that you were out there seeking because it was in, in your blood for some reason. Mm-hmm. You just you stumbled into me. it. Yeah. Or it Seriously. found you. It found you. Yes, sir. It was like go. almost divine intervention at that moment. That oh, we're getting we're getting it, serious now. Hey, hey. <laughs> they're, they're, they're cause and effect for everything. Absolutely, absolutely. So Trish Stratus, you know, Victoria on the screen, you're glued to the screen. Are those the wrestlers that really caught your eye and, and you continue to fall in love with? Who were who you really into as a kid? I mean, I like Victoria because I liked Victoria for the simple fact that she was kind of like the anti-diva, like the first anti-diva. Like Badass. people think it's Paige, but Victoria was the person like who was like fighting Trish and Terry Reynolds, like, why do I have mm-hmm. to be a blonde and pretty to win the championship. But um, my my person was Gail Kim. That's still mm. my person. Like that was my person. Like it was Gail Kim, um, huge Mickey James fan. Uh, yeah. Love jazz, love um, Jacqueline. Uh, those are the people that I follow. Then I got into, of course, the men. And I like Batista, that was my guy. Ah, the animal, okay. That was my yeah. guy, <laughs> definitely my guy. Did any one of those wrestlers make you wonder if you could you could actually do it? Like, did any one of those go, man, I, I want to be like them. I'm going to go try to do that. It was more so Gail Kim. But then, like, I realized that that's not the style that I wanted to kind of, like, do. Because, you know, like, Lucha is very hard. Mm. And uh, I feel like I can do it. But, I don't, like, I would have to go to Mexico and actually get the proper steps and, you know, tools to actually get there. But I actually like fell in love with like the Japanese style, the strong style, the hard hitting style. And I don't know where I got that from, but it was just something that like, I just liked the reaction. Like when someone hits someone really, really hard and it's just like, whoa, like, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, that's it's what I like. Punching a button. Instead of pushing the button, yes. you were just punching everything. Exactly, exactly. And I, that's something that's definitely you can see that sort of style when you wrestle in, in your matches. Uh, so it, it's, it's nice to see that you had that love and you, that's what you're bringing into the ring. Now, you've been wrestling for roughly four years, if my research is correct. I started training in June of 2016. I didn't have my match to my first match until April of 2017. Okay, good. So we don't have to fire the researcher <laughs> yet. yet. Yeah. Um, now, 
how did you decide, you know, that you wanted to pursue it as, you know, uh, getting into the ring? Like, wh how did you choose the school that you were going to train at? Where did you train? Uh, what's the story with that? Um, I always knew I wanted to be a wrestler. I did. I just didn't know when to do it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I knew college wasn't for me. And, you know, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to be like one of those people to go to college, drop out and have a $25,000, you know, bill. Smart. So, <laughs> so I just didn't know. And um, I'm like, you know what? I started just Googling wrestling schools. I'm like, this is something I was, I've been passionate about for the last, what, 10, 12 years. Just let me see what it's about. So um, I actually Googled IWC. IWC was the first place that came up. And that's an uh, international wrestling cartel out of uh, White Oak, um, Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. And I think it was an old email or a throwaway email. They never got back to me. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then I messaged. I'm sorry? Dead email links. They're not going to get it, you anywhere. I, no. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was just a dead email link. Oh, I didn't press send. I, it's, it's no one's fault, you know? No. Like, so, fate. Uh, fate. Exactly. So then I, uh, PWX was the only thing that popped up that was close to my area. And um, I messaged him and his name was Jim Miller. And uh, he's like, come down. And I'm just like, mm, I got cold feet. Like as soon as I sent the email, I got cold feet. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. And he just wouldn't leave me alone. It's, it was like two months straight. He just wouldn't leave me alone. He'd be like, hey, good morning. When are you coming down? Hey, good afternoon. Like, when are you coming down? Hey, did you eat dinner? When are you coming down? And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, like, you know what? I'm going to come down. Like, and it was, you know, I think everyone goes into, like, wrestling school expecting to see, like, the, like, the Bobby Lashleys, the Batista type of guys. And, you know, I had Lee Moriarty, um, Duke Davis, um, Gannon Jones Jr., who are um, the main event right now, uh, Christian Noir, mm -hmm. and it was just like love at first sight. Like they, it was so much fun, and it all started from there. It's awesome that even though you got cold feet, just now, now if he if he didn't keep persisting, would would it have been just something that fell to the wayside, or would you have like said no no I've I've waited too long if he's not going to get back to me, I'll just find somebody else. I think I would have done it eventually, but I think I would have been doing it now. You know, I think I would just be getting into it now. Gotcha. And I'm happy because uh, I didn't like wait because, you know, women's wrestling, you know, we don't really have that, that long like time frame. you know? So I started at 19. I'm 23 now. So I'm happy that I got that you know, experience under my belt. And in that time, you've, you've had a name change. Uh, you started out in PWX as London Ali, and I, uh, I love, I, I, I really, <laughs> I love the story of why you chose the name um, London Ali, and it's London with a Y. Yes. And Ali referring to Muhammad Ali. Yes. So I, I, briefly, just go into like how you kind of came up with Th that moniker? Um, I grew up in the Islamic background. Uh, my grandfather and my grandmother on my father's side 
they followed the whole like Malcolm X movement, Black Party, Black, Black Panther movement in like the 60s. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really big on just like, just that culture, you know? Like my grandma is a ride or die like Muhammad Ali fan. And uh, I wanted them to like incorporate that. But I didn't want to like, the name Tatiana was on the list. Um, my name is it, my real name, my uh, name is Khadija. And that's also Arabic, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to go by that for the simple fact that people can't pronounce it. <laughs> so so uh, Ali was just on the table and I chose London because London is such a, a strong country. Well, it's England, but a, such a strong like country, but I want it to be like unisex. So that's why the Y was there. Gotcha. I like it. Thank you. Also, also over the time, and now, and now you're, you're promised Braxton. That's, yes. That is what we're going. And your your nickname is uh, the Rebel Buddhist, correct? Kind of. Okay. Yes. You've yes. had a couple. You've had a couple through through your career. You know, even though it's been a little bit short, you had the Exalted One. The I, I liked personally the Buddhist Bruiser, the best out of out of all the couple of ones that I did see. Um, I didn't make that up. Someone no. gave that to me. It was just on the internet one day. Like, <laughs> hey, sometimes that's the best. All of a sudden, one day I came out with these schmoes with this podcast and they called me Captain Chuckles. I don't even know. I'm not a captain. I don't know what's going on. I don't have a <laughs> boat or anything. <laughs> so, so that's your, now, do you follow and practice in that? In, in any in Buddhist ways or anything? Um, yes and no. I'm very this what goes with the flow. I have my beliefs, but I really don't follow one religion. You know, I'm very just for the people. You know, mm-hmm. I believe in I believe in uh, uh Black Lives Matter. I believe that um immigration should be in, shouldn't be a thing. You know, I believe in the LGBTQ thing. You know, I believe that people should be able to do whatever they want if it makes them happy. You know, if it's not causing danger to anyone. And that's what the whole inspiration is. It's just being your authentic self. Like, if, if it makes you happy, but people don't like it, who cares? And that's just basically what it is. And that's the kind of religion I kind of stand for. Like, it's, even though that's not a religion, I believe in some type of higher power, mm-hmm. and that's just it. Happiness. Yeah. Like I meditate and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Happiness. Period. The religion of happiness. It's true. We exactly. need more of that. Exactly. You got it. Um, Absolutely. Th- People want to do it. They want to fight, and I don't do that. Now, all of this is still happening, kind of in Pennsylvania, correct? Uh, you're are you're originally from Pennsylvania? Yes. And now you've kind of transitioned and now you are down in Texas. Yes, sir. Okay. Now down in Texas, you have teamed up with ROW, who uh, is run by some guy, you know. The man himself. Yeah, exactly. He, uh, if some you don't guy. know out some, there. Some guy. Some guy. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Booker T., uh what kind of was that opportunity what brought you down to texas 
Did you just kind of decide, hey, I'm going to go down there and see what happens? And how is it, I mean, being around such a legend like Booker T? Uh, I was actually going to quit wrestling last year. Um, I was very stagnant. I didn't know what direction to go. And it was in 2018, my mother and my stepfather with my younger siblings moved to Houston. And she's like, just come down here. You're not really doing much in Pittsburgh. Just come down here. And it was just like, you know what? Just give me a year and I'll do it. And I'm like, what's down there? And then I like Googled the school. And I'm like, wait, this is Booker T's place. And it's like an hour, 45 minutes away from your house. So I just felt like it was like an opportunity to give me a second chance. You know, I felt like if Booker T couldn't help me, then I was just a lost cause and I would quit. So I came down here and then things just worked out. You know, it was very, very difficult to go from, you know, the North to the South and just to adjust to like the people, the weather, just the culture of Texas. But, um, I'm finally settling in and it's been a blessing, but uh, being around Booker T, I almost explode every time I see him. Like in my, in like, in my heart, I'm just like, like you're Booker T. I I feel, I feel when you see him, it's, he's one of those guys that when you look at him, you don't want to piss him off because I feel like he could get really, really angry, but he always seems like he's just so happy. Yeah. To me at least. Yes, yes, definitely a nice, he's a very nice man. Very nice man. I can ask him anything, you know. We had a show yesterday and, you know, I pulled him to the side and was like, hey, well, can I have five minutes of your time? He was like, no problem, you know. But there's just boundaries. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone has boundaries. And someone like him, he definitely has boundaries. Now, you mentioned yesterday's show. You wrestled another lady who is going to be on the Mission Pro Alex great Gracia I don't want to mess that up uh, how did the match go how was it wrestling outside in like a drive-in setting <laughs> I haven't wrestled outside in so long and the first time I wrestled outside I almost busted my mouth open so like <laughs> so I don't really have the best experiences with the wrestling outside <laughs> But, um, <laughs> but it was cool. It was fun. You know, it was good to see everyone. You know, Roe is like a close family. So, mm-hmm. like, we haven't seen each other in so long. I haven't seen some of the girls, some of the trainees, some of the guys. So it was so fun to see those guys again. And, you know, everything worked out so well because it was a team effort. Everyone, you know, they worked their butts off. They all put their hand forward, and we all did the job. And it was a, it was a great show. The fans were happy, and that's, I guess that's all I can really ask for. If the fans are happy with it, then I guess I'm happy with it. Yeah, exactly. Now, tell everybody, did you kick her butt? <laughs> okay, no comment. No comment. It's a, no comment. Okay, that's fine. But it seems like the move to Texas was almost like fate intertwining again. You know, opportunities not happening in one spot and let's change the scenery and magically like everything has been working out really well it seems like yeah it's definitely a lot of hard hard work you know um i had to sacrifice a lot you know from i left a really good job you know a 
basically left my apartment, almost left everything. And, but, you know, I have really, I have really a lot of, I have a lot of faith in this sport. I have a lot of faith in myself. And I feel like that's the reason why it has worked out and it, and it will work out in some way or another. Definitely. Yeah. So let's talk about opportunities and, and, and things working out because Mission Pro Wrestling, it just seems like a great opportunity. We got a great event coming up. How did that come about? How did that opportunity come about for you? Um, it was right after the um, Speaking Out movement that happened on Twitter and Facebook. And Thunder Rosa just announced that, hey, she wants to start her own show. So, like, I looked at it and I was just like, hey, that would be pretty cool to get on. And I didn't really think about it, you know. And then it was like a couple, like, days later, um, um, Black Diamond uh, messaged me. And I'm just like, what? Like, you want me on the show? You know, it's such an honor because, like, you know, Texas has a lot of great female talent. You know, Houston, you got what? Um, AQA, Alex Gracia, um, Rachel Rose, you got the girls in Laredo, you got Roxy, then you got the, like, San Antonio chicks, Baby D and Maddie. So there's a lot of great talent. So for me to be here less than a year and I'm already on that, like, table, uh, I was so honored. That's awesome. How much does it mean to you to be part of a promotion that's all women? It means the world to me. I've always wanted to be a part of a roster like this. And then there's so many opportunities to grow, you know, like in being under, to me, I never cared to be like car, like, like match one or match 10, you know, it's because I know if I'm in there with a great opponent, I'm going to learn. I'm going to mm-hmm. like, I'm going to take something from this match. And you got all these great girls. I can only get better from here. So it's, it's, it's a blessing. I'm very, very grateful. It's an amazing opportunity. And it's an amazing idea, I think, that, that came out of something that was very hard to go through, I think, for a lot of people. But a, a great positive that we're coming out of. And, and, and I Absolutely. hope that it just grows and gets bigger and bigger. We're very excited about it. And we see more and more promotions, you know, pushing – this kind of card going forward, which, I mean, we're just enjoying the heck out of it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your match. Let's talk about you teaming up, you know, with, with, with Killer Kate. And, and Arch taking Nemesis. On, yeah, Arch You've Nemesis. had some friendly I, matches against her. I, 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 we were confused by this. We're like, wait a second. We're pretty sure they're supposed to, like, we were expecting maybe you guys to fight each other, not to tag team. So how did that come about, and, and what do you have in store for your opponents? I don't know. I feel like Kate needs to behave, so I really can't tell you the plan. Because <laughs> it could be a fatal four-way match if she doesn't behave. <laughs> as long as you get the pin, you win. Yeah. Exactly. I win. <laughs> Well, we're excited for that match. Amongst the other things in the card, it's great to have a, a good tag team match. I love tag team wrestling, so I look forward to that match especially. Me too. Thank you. So let's talk about this promotion, this event, everything coming forward. You've gone through a lot. You've been kind of wondering if you're going to continue, wondering what you should do going forward. How do you stay motivated? How do you keep yourself positive and motivated going into a career of professional wrestling? I just, I've never wanted to spend my life of what if. You know, I have a lot of people in my family who never lived up to their full potential because, you know, they got lazy or 
if it was with drugs or, you know, um, alcohol abuse. And it's just like, I never wanted that for myself. You know, if I suck, I suck. And it's like, I can say I suck, you know? <laughs> I can, I'd rather say I suck than, than I didn't try. So yeah. that's just the motivation. Like, if I suck, cool. But if I don't try, you just don't know. You know, if you don't try, the answer's always no. But that's if you, a great way you know, to look at it, yeah. Like, if you put the effort in, it can be a yes. So that's more so the motivation. It's just to, just to try. And it's gotten you this far. And it's, it's an interesting road that you've been on. You've obviously, you know, been in two very different landscapes in, in, yes. the, in the north and then now down. Yes. In, can't imagine wrestling outside in Houston. That just oh, seems what like. What was the temperature like? Oh, I thought I was going to die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to die. Like, even just pitting up the ring, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, literally, like, right before the match, I had, I had a Diet Coke and a water, and I'm just like this. <laughs> sugar, Double hydration. Yeah. sugar hydration yeah hydration back and forth like i was so hot and then like i'm just like sitting there and i'm like i'm just like oh my god like it's so hot like i'm like i'm so happy i have my hair pinned up at the top so i'm like i couldn't do it i couldn't do it it's i can't way even too hot. imagine i can I'm a fat guy and I go outside when it's 85 degrees, 90 degrees, just walking across the street to get my dang mail. And I'm like, shit, it's hot out here, man. I can't even wait to get back inside. I mean, you have the little beard going on. So like, it's pretty hot to have this on in the summer. I'm pretty you know, sure. See, a lot of people say that and think that, but I don't really think that. Like really? it doesn't, I don't really think it adds any extra like heat or warmth on me. What? I, I really don't like I I've I've had it I've had it short I've had it long I've had it a little bit longer than this I've had a goatee with the mustache and everything I, I I'm just hot I'm always just so warm and like I I could be like I mean I have no hair it's the bald monkeys I am bald like even if my face was completely shaved I'd still be hot as hell you haven't been to Pennsylvania I live in Pennsylvania you live in Pennsylvania yes what you're, yep. you're not cold in the winter no what i love i love the cold i no. i grew up in new york i moved to connecticut and now i live in central pennsylvania like a half hour south of hershey so and you're not cold in the winter no i love the winter the winter is my like jam we it's are like, like we are best friends me and winter i can't believe this it's like disrespectful, like cold in Pennsylvania in the winter time. It's like you open your door, you're just like, I don't care if I get fired. Like I'm not going. <laughs> I think like, it. <laughs> I think it really depends, like where you are in PA, because, like, farther out, I always feel like the western side of the state always got always gets more snow. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, like I mean, I've been here what four going on four years now. We've had like two bad snowstorms yeah for for pennsylvania definition and like compared to like what i had in connecticut i mean it was it's like nothing and i just like where we are it's like a little valley so it seems like everything just goes around us mm -hmm. i'm like it's still cold but not as much snow. i don't even have a coat anymore oh. i'm bougie <laughs> bougie <laughs> i'm bougie now <laughs> So we're, we got a new question. We, we've never asked a guest this question yet. We, we, we've talked about it. And we wanted to mix things up a little bit. 
So what would you tell your 10 year old self? If you had, if you had a conversation with your 10 year old self, what would you want to tell you yourself? I would tell myself to stay lit, like, like enjoy yourself. You know, don't let anybody tell you that you're not cool. You know, like, I don't know. Just, just be yourself. Like, don't try to fit in. Who cares? Those people suck anyway. Like, <laughs> like, just be yourself. Just be cool. Follow your dreams. And I think my 10-year-old self listened to me, honestly. Yeah. Thank I like God. That answer. I like that answer. <laughs> yeah. For the first time that we asked this question, I like that answer. Everyone okay. has to follow that now. Everyone yes. has to follow now that. You now ha- you have to beat that answer. Good so luck. go ahead, everybody else that we asked that question to. We talked a whole lot about wrestling. We talked a little bit about cold weather and warm weather and living in Pennsylvania. Now, what do you like to do outside of the wrestling ring? What, what do you like to do on a, on a warm Saturday that you're not wrestling down in Texas? I like to work out. I like to work out because um, I don't like to go to therapy or anything like that. So uh, it just relieves all my stress. And I like reading wrestling books. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like, um, my homeboy up at row before he went to the military, he gave me, like, a crap load of, like, wrestling books from the NWA, um, the Rise and Fall of ECW, um, just, just a whole bunch of stuff. The, the Mick Foley books. Oh, nice. The, it's just, like, a whole bunch. And it's just, like, I love learning about the things that happened to, like, get to the things that we're on now. A lot of people don't know how WWE became, you know, WWE. So I just like learning about the history and the people that, like, that kind of like the forgotten wrestlers, mm-hmm. you know, like the midgets and um, Mildred Burke and, you know, Sweet Georgia Brown and Milani Kai. Like, there's a lot of people that no one knows about. And I would love to kind of just, you know, say their name and reference them so people mm-hmm. can be like, you know, well, let me Google them. Because, like, they deserve to have a little bit of recognition, too. My dad, for one Christmas, we're talking, that this is at least, like, 10 years ago, got me, like, a WWE book of, I don't know if it was, like, the encyclopedia of wrestlers (laughs) up to that point in time. I don't even know if I still have it. But I know, like, looking through that, my my dad was a wrestling fan. (laughs) And that's how I got into it, was from him taking me to Madison Square Garden and like we're both he and I, I'm, I'm an adult, you know, he's an adult, of course, you know, we're looking through this book and he's like, oh man, did you ever see like uh, so-and-so wrestle? And I'm like, maybe in like a three second black and white clip, like along the way somewhere. Um, but I, yeah, the, looking at, looking at the history and just seeing all that stuff is awesome. I love it. It is. It really is. Tattoos. You, 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 you enjoy getting some tattoos we've i've seen a little bit of ink on the hand there i believe i have a little bit i have, I have one or two tattoos it, what 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 I, I don't have any tattoos my wife has a bunch she is always urging me i'm such a weenie my question does it really hurt um it depends it really depends like the ones on my like my upper arm i was fine like on my forearm and stuff, I was fine. But uh, my hand, I don't think I would ever get another hand tattoo. Ooh. Like, 
my like I have they're not even on my fingers if you can see that. Yeah. But my fingers were like twitching so bad. Like 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 the tip of my fingers went numb. Oh like, that's not good. Like <laughs> like my arm and like my like all up here was like twitching. I would never get another hand tattoo again. It was bad. Like it hurt so bad. And but this was the last tattoo I got before I left Pennsylvania. Nice. I like it. Thank now you. you are also eating uh, a little bit more vegan and vegetarian. Uh, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm more so vegetarian than vegan. There's just certain things I just like, you know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm human. Like I like cheese and I like eggs. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like this, most of us. This guy loves cheese. He loves cheese. I love cheese. Can't wait. <laughs> like nachos are for everybody. You know, so, <laughs> but um, I definitely eat a lot of plants. Uh, I'm a I'm a broccoli fanatic. Oh, I could eat broccoli all day. See and right there, broccoli and cheese soup. That's like perfect. I actually hate soup. Whoa. <laughs> I hate Chris, soup. Promise, Christopher was no. just having soup today. Promise, no. I'm sorry. I hate. Because you know, soup's wonderful. You I don't like soup. You're having the wrong soup. It's just got to be the wrong soup. I just don't like be. soup. It's just like, it's like hot, like, it's like oatmeal for dinner. Like, I just don't like it. Like, it's just like. <laughs> like breakfast it's for so, dinner? It's okay. It's, but it's oatmeal. Like, you don't, I don't like oatmeal. It's like chicken oatmeal for dinner. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Like, oh, man. But there's so many different kinds of soup, like Chuck said. Like there's the broccoli and cheese soup, and and like the, the ones that are more like chowder or thicker. Then you got the thinner soup, or you can get into like the ramen. Ramens are amazing. You're talking to two foodies here, but I don't think right. I don't I don't we're think gonna we're gonna. Get gonna we're yeah. gonna get you some soup. There we're you gonna, go. We're gonna figure this out. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I, I I'm pretty sure we we found a ramen place in Houston, didn't we? Yes, yes, yeah, we did. When we were down there for okay. the Rumble. We got you hooked up. We're good. We got the, we'll figure <laughs> this out. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, we know your favorite vegetable is, is broccoli. One of them is broccoli. Yes. So what is your favorite music to listen to? I like everything. Like, that's I love, weird. I like that answer. Like, I like everything. Like, there's days where, like, I just feel, like, sad and depressed. So I just listen to, like, sad R&B to make me feel even worse. But like, there's times, where, <laughs> like, but there's times where like I just want to get crazy, listen to like Attack Attack or you know, The Word Alive. Or there's times where I want to listen to Taylor Swift and hate on all my ex boyfriends. Like it's just it just depends on how I feel. No, no Taylor Swift ever. <laughs> you like Taylor Swift? She's from Pennsylvania. I I don't like her. I I. I, I I, if, if, if you learn one thing about me during this half hour, 45 minute hour podcast, I am a very odd individual. <laughs> you like, you like soup, but you don't like Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Taylor Swift is his soup. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh man. You mentioned uh, you mentioned reading. You mentioned you know kind of being a bit of a historian. Is there a favorite book? And it doesn't have to be one of those wrestling books. Do you have a favorite like go to book you've ever read? Um, 
I actually have, but I forget what it's called. It's like the history of women's wrestling. Okay. That came out in like 2016. That uh, it has like a Banks and like uh, I think Moolah and like and Charlotte on the, on the cover of it. It had a couple of different was, authors on it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. And uh, I think it was great because um, it was a lot of girls from like the Mae Young Classic that a lot of people didn't know but like you just know like the basic of them you know like um mercedes martinez people are like oh my gosh this this new woman's wrestler is so great and it's like this woman's a 20-year veteran she's not like, <laughs> <laughs> like she's not a new wrestler you know even like dakota kai dakota kai's been wrestling since like 2007. Mm-hmm. you know then the whole mildred burke thing and getting into like kind of her dark past of her first husband and how they led the women's wrestlers in like the 40s and they did some pretty shady stuff to them but um but um i was talking to my roommate my roommate is actually danny b and uh we were just talking about like wrestling in general i'm like you gotta respect those women you know people a lot of them you know ate crap and sacrificed a lot for Mm -hmm. you know for 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 this show you know because without them doing that this wouldn't be a thing yep yeah now, you've been on the road. You went from Pennsylvania to Texas. you got to have some good road stories about traveling around with some of the independents around in the, in the Pennsylvania Northeast area. <laughs> what, what's, what's your funniest or most favorite story that you might have? That you could tell us. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let me think yeah. of something that's PG. <laughs> PG-13 uh, okay. Yeah, we can go PG-13. We can go PG-13. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> <I mean, laughs> uh, okay. Um, there's a promotion in uh, Ohio. I'm not sure if it's Cleveland or Toledo, but it's called Mega uh, Championship Wrestling. And uh, the IWC people and the PWX people, we all used to hang out and go to, like, Premier Championship Wrestling in Cleveland. And uh, it was the one day, me and my friend, his name is Christian Noir, and we were driving back from a show, and he looks up, he, like, he gets real close to the wheel like this, and he gets real back, and he gets close again, and goes back, and he goes... I love that we have the, vis- the visual. <laughs> and he goes, London, do you see that monster? Pull over, pull over, we're not about to die today. Like, not today. He's like, no, seriously. Like, he's like, there's something in the road. I'm like, it's a truck. You need to slow down. And he's like, um, no. And I'm like, dude, pull over. Seriously. And he's just like, but it's my car. It's my new car. I want to drive it. And I'm like, dude, you're going to kill us both. Like, my mom expects me to be home right now. And she just, he just like, no, I'm going to drive. I'm like, dude, pull over. And then it took for him to see eyes on the truck for him to pull over. Oh yeah. my! <laughs> Sleep deprivation is a really tough thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heard about that before. I uh, I once saw a dragon when I was driving on ninety five from uh, Georgia to New York when we were trying. We drove up for what event was it, Chuck? It was the Royal Rumble or Survivor Series at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Royal Rumble. We left. Uh, we left the morning to get there for the Royal Rumble 
And when the rumble was over, we left to go back. Whoa. And on the way back. 12 hours? Yeah, 12 <laughs> hours. And the 12-hour drive back, I saw a dragon. You think you I see stuff? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you see stuff all the time. I'm pretty sure I've seen skinwalkers, wendigos, like headless horsemen. Like some of the things, I'm just like, you know what? I just mind my business, though. I feel like they yeah. won't do anything if you mind your business. Yeah. Just... Don't make eye contact. You're fine. <laughs> it's Headless Horseman. I have a friend that lives in a town right next to Sleepy Hollow, New York. Oh, no. That's for me. <laughs> <That's funny>. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. What about movies? Everybody loves movies. Everybody likes to, you know, veg out sometimes. What would, what would be your favorite movie? I like classic horror. Okay. Like, my favorite movie of all time is Carrie from 1976. Nice. Taking it back. Wow. <laughs> I did not I expect like that. That's I did not great. either. Yeah. Really? I could well, get with the horror part, but definitely not. I mean, being of the younger generation, I would definitely have not have picked, like, something from back then as, as one of your favorites. But that's awesome. I got it for my uh, 17th birthday. I think I watched it every day for a whole year. Like, to the point where my mom's like, please, I'm about to turn this cable off. If you don't turn this DVD off, please. <laughs> I'm just like, one more time. Like, Fair I don't enough. know. It just excites me. Like, it's just a great movie. I think the difference between, like, the older, like, horror movies and the classic, well, and the newer movies is because uh, now we we work on like animation and uh, sound effects. And back in the day, it was just acting. Yep. You know, when she's in the, uh, in the shower and she gets her period, her reaction is so real. Like, I don't know what this is. What is come doing? What is, what is happening to my body? And she freaks out. And it's just like, if, I mean, as a woman, if, I didn't, if my mom has never taught me what that was, I'd mm -hmm. probably freak out too. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I love that movie. What did you think about the new version of it? And I feel like they did their best. But um I would agree with I, that statement. I feel like Chloe, if I'm saying it's Chloe like Montez or something. Am I saying that right? I'm not sure. But I feel like she's too pretty. And I'm not uh calling sis uh the first original Carrie was uh Sissy uh SpaceX. Not calling her like unattractive, but she looked like a victim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You no. Know, and I feel like Chloe's just kind of too pretty in the face. They needed someone that kind of looked kind of like sad and depressed. So I, I feel like they lost the ball with that with that yeah. one clip. I I agree, one hundred percent. I mean, it's true. It, it, characters characters make or break the movies or or TV Absolutely. shows. Absolutely. You know? Favorite opponent that you have faced thus far in your career? I would say my arch nemesis, Miss Killer Kate. I would say Kate. Okay, now Kate, when you watch this, and we hope you do, come on, just, just be on the same team for one night. Just one yeah. night, just so you guys can win. Or just get out of the way. Yeah. It'll fall away. All right, so we got your favorite opponent. Opponent, what about a dream match? You know, no promotion problems. You could go and take on any wrestler you want. 
who would it be? Deanna Perrazzo. I feel like, and I followed her career since I started wrestling and the things that she can do, it's just like, it blows my mind. Like some of the reversals and mm -hmm. the quick snatches are just like, girl, like you had to like, it's like a magician in the ring. And I love watching her. She's exciting. You know, she's quick. I love her. I, yeah. If I had an opportunity to wrestle her, I would do it for, I'll do it for free. <laughs> That's all, all right. I want to do her. It's out well, there now. It's out there. No, don't, don't, <laughs> don't throw me on that. Give me, like, just give me ten dollars. Free ish. Ten dollars. Free, free ish. Free ish. ish. Free ish. Okay. Maybe a bowl of soup. Maybe we'll just get you a no, bowl. No, I of said soup. Chipotle. Oh, Cover Chipotle. Chipotle. I'm sorry. Chipotle. 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 Cover my Chipotle. Drink not included. Chipotle. Drink included. <laughs> Again, I am not a Chipotle fan. You're weird. I am. I, dude. <laughs> I, I would rather go to a like a regular like Mexican type restaurant or I have a Cadoba. I don't know if everybody has those wherever they all are, but I love the Cadoba right around the corner for me. I think it's much better than Chipotle. I think that's a PA thing. I only had it once. Yeah. I don't think there's much around here. Like they don't have sheets down here and it kills my spirit. Oh. <laughs> I got I got a rudders yeah, I, I got a rudders down one one direction of me and I got a sheets down the other direction of me so I'm I'm all good with with the gas station goodies right there. Yeah, like I don't have that luxury right now. We just I got we get water burger. Well, I, that's it's not the same. No, but it's, not the same. it's something. It's like McDonald's with uh like that got like silver spoons. Like it's just not the yeah. same. Yeah. More, more vegetables. <laughs> a, few more, a few more vegetables on the burger. That's all it really is. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's fancier. They take their time yeah. to lay it out, but yeah. it's just not cheats. No. no. Even Wawa's, like they don't even have that up here. Oh man, Those are Wawa's. three awesome. You can man, live off of Wawa. Yeah, people that don't <laughs> have those, I feel sorry for you. It's not the same. It's not the same at all. But speaking of goodies and something that you could easily pick up in any Wawa, Sheets, or Rudders, or wherever you want to go, your local grocery store, it's the final question. We ask everybody this question. It's an important question. It's very important. Oreo cookies. All right. Are you a classic single stuff? Oreo girl, or the more fantastic, the even better, the double the stuff, the double stuff Oreos? I feel like if you get the classic Oreos, when there's the option to get the double, you're a serial killer. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, why would you, like, there's an opportunity to get, like, the platinum Oreo. Like, why would you not get the platinum Oreo? It just doesn't make sense. It's double stuff, totally. Thank Beautiful. you. <laughs> we don't even have to say anything else. We can just end it right now. That was perfect. <laughs> That's it. That is great. the correct. That I is the correct answer. I was concerned yes, about the soup situation, but I'm less concerned now because the cookie question nailed oh, it. We good now? <laughs> we good. Yeah. All right. I'm still gonna get you some ramen, but we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, promise. We had a we had a great time. Uh, it was great to learn a little bit more about you. 
why don't you tell folks what's coming up, obviously, with, with Mission Pro and where they can find you and how they can go out and support what you're working on right now. All right, guys, make sure you check out Mission Pro September 18th. 2020 in Texas. It will be me, Killer Kate versus Burt Vixen and the Karate Queen, Jenna Lynn. Make sure you check it out. Check out my Twitter at Braxton Promise, my Facebook at Promise Braxton, and my Instagram at Promise underscore Braxton. Perfect. There it is. Now I, say, I, I say boo in this interview. And no offense, but if we talk to anybody on the other team, I'm going to go yay to them just because I don't want anybody coming up to Pennsylvania to kick my ass. <laughs> I am literally afraid of all four women in that tag match. You should be. I, I am. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> well, we appreciate the time. We're so excited about this event. We are so excited to be helping out and promoting it. Um, we'll, Get out there, everyone. Go follow Promise. Go follow Mission Pro. Chuck will have everybody you can follow at the end of this interview and all the interviews in this series. Of course, go follow us on YouTube. Go subscribe. Go hit us up on WrestleJoy. Go find us on Twitter and come talk to us. Come talk wrestling. So. If you can't go to the show in person in Texas, go watch it on Title Match. I'll have that in the credits, too. Just go watch it because it's going to be yeah. a fire of a card it is awesome super excited maybe we'll even give one away maybe we can uh maybe do a maybe. giveaway Ooh. for some lucky viewer so we'll maybe see we can do that stay tuned thank you guys thanks for joining thanks us for promise me. yes definitely thank had a really promise. good time talking had a blast check us out next, next time bye-bye you can follow promise on twitter at braxton promise on Facebook at Promise Braxton and on Instagram at Promise underscore Braxton. Catch Hell Hath No Fury presented by Mission Pro Wrestling Friday, September 18th. The show's in Buda, Texas. Bell time is 7.30 p.m. Streaming information can be found at titlematchwrestlingnetwork.com. And for all the up-to-date information on the show and Mission Pro, check out missionprowrestling.net. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Bald Monkeys. You can also check out our interviews on WrestleJoy.com. Make sure to subscribe on our YouTube page to watch our previous interviews or our roundtable discussions. Just search for The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash thebaldmonkeys. And finally, listen to the Bald Monkeys podcast on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.